0: Do you guys have Dutch brothers? Any no, of
1: you? We so, had it in Phoenix. And I have a gift certificate in my wallet that I've had for two over. years now.
0: I <laughs> should mail it to you. I can't use that shit. <laughs> Although their whole thing is like how they talk to you
1: and stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Not I don't my like vibe. Don't well, do I want mean? conversation. Is That's that place? like
2: Dick's last resort? Is it the like, same idea? They're like, it's like, hey bro. Hey bro.
1: Yes. They're like, how you
2: guys, do? so what they walk up, up to your window and they're like, you do
1: today? Yeah, oh my gosh.
0: It. Isn't it so nice? They're told to like chit chat with you before. And then if you're caught at the window while they're making their drink, they'll lean out the window and just talk to you the whole time. I hate uh, it. And you know, my window's like. I
1: hate, <laughs> I hate it so much. I, I'm good with <laughs> a like partial, Hey, how are you doing? But yeah, the, over, over the top. I don't want like, a
0: conversation. No, mm-hmm. no. And it's no. all really like California. Yes, what like, whatever.
3: before i've had the sips of this mofo i've already paid for it now you want to chit chat me before i take some sips
0: hello and welcome to table for five with no reservations take a seat at the table for a fresh sweet salty tart and pleasantly bitter
2: conversation hello and thank you for taking a seat at the table tonight we are bitching because (laughs) that is what we are going to talk about tonight Actually, I prefer Tabitha's name to the bitch, but we're not using that. So uh, thank you for taking a seat at the table with us today. Joining me is Rachel Flanagan. Hey, everybody. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. Jamie Ramos. Hi. Kim McIsaac. Hi. And I'm Jen Dunn. Hello, ladies. Hello. I think this is going to be a really cool episode because when we always talk about things, it's everything that we do is like to the extreme traveling Tabitha five things a note same with my sister-in-law it's like morning noon night bowls but like all of the things I was complaining about something the other day and I was like why is everything always so much work to do you know 79,000 pieces of paper to fill out for one thing you know all of those things so who um who wants to start off but you Rachel Flanagan I think a couple of
3: things come to mind when I'm just like just I you know I we cannot bitch about this stuff Without being in the company of each other. The other day, I watched a kid walk on a sidewalk, period. That's it. Who's walking on a sidewalk? A child on a sidewalk. And I was like, Ugh. like I had a visceral, physical, full body reaction to this fact that this kid has no para, no parent, no aid, no CPA, no PCA, no oh, anything yeah. on the sidewalk. The kid's on the sidewalk. And I'm, Ugh. And then you realize like, oh, this is typical. The sidewalks are actually there for people to be on because people have free will and ability to know safety and function next to the street. This is so cute. Like that's what that's for. I remember that. It's like stuff like that. It doesn't piss me off that little Jacob was on the sidewalk necessarily. It's just that it's so goddamn jarring that I can't. It's like because we live so closely in this world, you know, you guys are my friends that I chat to about the happenings. I have friends that I go out with that are also special needs moms locally. I live so in this that like, sometimes you don't realize that there's sidewalks in the world, (laughs)
2: like just for people to use. I mean, I'm just so far anyway. Yeah. It'll, that, that'll catch me. If I see a girl sort of my daughter's age, age walking home from school, or if I see the kids riding their bikes, I'm like, she, safety she could never just go ride her bike which was another thing I got upset about like like about myself was that you know I I couldn't just go get her a bike I had to find a special bike free wheels like you know and I know bikes in general are expensive because holy bananas like a freaking speed bike who, who knew those were so expensive but like everything is just so much more you know like just yeah. trying to find a bike that she could balance and ride was like it's like you just set out on a mission when you need to do something it's like you set out on this mission to figure it out and it's like exhausting Mm. Tabitha Cabrera Mm. you know this came up
1: for me because I recently went to the park with a friend of mine who invited me and Nora while Nixon was in school to meet up with her son and her son's little bestie at the park we go there, the three-year-olds are, like, holding hands, and, like, they took a long walk to get to the park. We parked right in front of the playground, and I knew before we get there, we got there, it might be a rough situation because Nora didn't want to get dressed, and she didn't want to go anywhere, and I was kind of, like, still wanting to go, and I knew... Like, if you get her outside, it's it's usually fine. But it's a new park. We go to the park. There's a long fence along the park playground. Nora starts wandering, which usually I let her go a little bit of a distance, knowing that there's a fence there. I could still see her. Well, then I see her turn the corner, and I realize that the fence had stopped. They stopped the fence. There's just, like, an opening at the end of the fence. So she goes around the fence. There's literally a drop-off into a freaking ditch of water so i take off running the second i see her kind of round the corner drop my bag my friend picks up my bag get her away from the danger drop off so then she's mad because i got her away from there and then we walk down further we cross a bridge she can see the ditch water so then we start throwing rocks into the ditch then she wants to get in the ditch and then these little boys are like following us around and she keeps trying to wander back to the ditch to get into the ditch watcher, which is probably like at least five feet deep, I would say. like, like
4: I found a pond, mom. What
1: yeah. The so <laughs> then she's go, like, taking her, to... she's like do you
3: want to hear my list of things that I'd like to bitch about? i find a perfectly good <laughs> lake and my mom won't let me swim. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then she's like trying to take her clothes off at the park to get into the ditch. At this point, we're like, I want to say two or three blocks away from the car now. So then I have to maneuver her from the two or three blocks all the way back to the car. It was a whole thing. But something as simple as like, let's go to the park and meet some friends and play on the playground for an hour before your therapy. And then she's dysregulated. Then she was supposed to have therapy. I'm like, there's no way we can do therapy now. That Like, there's no way. It's going to be horrible. So... Just little things like that is like so much preparation and it can go awry like so quickly. And then you just feel horrible because I knew, kind of knew that she wasn't down for what was happening, but we have this pretty regularly where we get her to the car, we get to the place and everything's fine, you know, or okay. I didn't expect for them there to be like this freaking five foot deep ditch water.
4: (laughs) It's a ditch right next to a playground half
1: offense yeah and this is you know like my friend wasn't judging me like we've been friends for a super long time and you know she was being so kind and whatever but you still feel like all the people she's like screaming you know and you feel like all the people at the park are watching you and you're just like trying to get to the car she's getting so big now like it's everything it's the adjustments for school like preparing for that how much preparing you have to do for school starting Than the aftermath of every decision that you make you know I got to go on this vacation where my sister watched my kids but it was it was five pages of notes specific to like foods how you make the foods how they go to bed you know what to do if there's a issue just like so much information and then you have to prepare before you go You have to prepare afterwards for the aftermath of you being gone because there's all kinds of emotions and dysregulation from that. And it's sometimes I feel like we always pay for the fun, you know, even with my kids, like if they have a good time doing something, there's usually an aftermath of like coming down from that excitement and that pleasure. It's sad. It is kind of sad. You know, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I just got like that same feeling, Jen, where I'm like, why is everything so hard? you know?
2: Well, like even when we go to, you know, the amusement park, you know, my friend brought her little Lulu thing. That's it. I'm, I have a freaking backpack. I have two iPads in it. I have headphones. I have freaking snacks. I know she's going to eat. I have extra water in the event that we can't, act, you know, if the, there was a line, to, like, I just don't know. I'm schlepping around this bag that is like heavy as yeah oh. and it's yeah. like she's walking around to a little lulu because it's got her debit card and her <laughs> keys in it and i'm like oh man just everything is to the extreme and then know, everything
3: yeah. she says the kids listen to there's no like please don't eat that skittle from mm-hmm. yesterday from
2: someone else mm-hmm. yeah this that's like is... my kid would not do that because that would be disgusting but i know what you're <laughs> making i like, would need a skittle but that's beside the point but yeah like everything traveling an extra suitcase full of snacks Again, because when we go to California, I do my Instacart orders, whatever they're called. Thank you for teaching me, Rachel Flanagan. But again, certain things like the ruffles have different colors. The bags are different. The U.S. has light blue bags. We have dark blue bags. So things Mm -hmm. like that I have to be prepared for. So again, I'm bringing an entire carry-on with me on vacation that I wouldn't necessarily need to bring. It's just everything is extra steps Mm and everything. You know, there's really no ease of just going out the door. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I will say as Nixon has gotten older, it's much easier to take him out compared to Nora at her age now. And I remember this being this hard with Nixon at this age as well with him, you know, but now that he's gotten older, it's less of that. For him, it's more like a preparing and the anxiety about what's happening next comes for him now, but at least like the danger level has gone down like somewhat you know not completely but a lot less than you know a freaking drop off with no offense
0: like today i took jesse to the grocery store with me and isaac usually every week goes grocery shopping and he's been taking jesse with him which is great because it's like teaching him life skills he's usually a little better for isaac and but today i had to go do the shopping. And I was home alone with Jesse, so I had to take him with me. And I thought about that a lot. I was like, well, it used to not even be possible. Like we've yeah, worked, yeah. Isaac's worked over this last year to get him able to the store outside of a quick run, which is like amazing. But then I'm still like, I'm trying to be positive, about but I'm still at the store with my eight-year-old child. And I know most moms don't always love taking their kids grocery shopping, but that's usually because they're asking for things Mm -hmm. or they're, you know, begging. And we don't have any of that, which I guess is nice. But I'm still holding on to my eight-year-old like he's a toddler and he's running up and down the aisles. Like he doesn't want to grab anything or want anything, but he's just all over the place and running into people. And then as he gets older too, it's like the more people are staring because they're like, why is your eight-year-old acting like this and he's mm-hmm. vocal stemming a lot and jumping and and all this stuff and it's like which is like fine great I want him to be able to be himself but at the same time it's like but we also need to like not bump into people and accidentally hurt someone walking yeah, down yeah. or accidentally get run over by a cart I always call it like the the guiding where you're with your child and he's walking on his own but I'm like having to guide him and like mm-hmm. be a bumper everywhere I go and I'm just like this is just exhausting. My body's just the whole time is tense from mm-hmm. doing.
2: You know, it's from- so much more. It's so much more. And yeah. also he's eight. So it's not like he's four. It's not cute anymore yes. to people that have yeah. seen this kid bounce. Uh, right. I think about that with Kaya I mean, being 13. I'm like, she's not this cute little girl anymore you know, standing in the line and she's, she has been vocal stimming a lot. So I, I know, I know you mean, Jamie. And
4: I I find when Tabitha had said this, and I've said this, like many, I've written many pieces like that led with this, which it's, autism is never simple. Mm-hmm. And it's not the things that like, I know if I've never been to a park before, never been to a beach before, like there's all these things that it's like you in your mind, you know, okay, they could be this, you could be this, you try to like come up with all these different scenarios, but it's Things that are, like, just other people don't think twice about. Like, yeah. people be like, let's just go here. Like, no, we can't just get up and go because this might be the day that Alyssa just decides she doesn't want to be dressed. Or this might be the, the mm-hmm. day that she decides that. Whatever it is, it's like, like, we we had two things this weekend. Literally this weekend alone, I there's two things that I can think of. And one was, we had my son's dog. We dog sat. So, of course, sometimes when you step back, it's, like, not really... You could be like, well, I guess I can see why this was problematic. <laughs> but So my I do that all the time, Kimmy. <laughs> my son is going away for the night, and my daughters are going. My son's girlfriend, and my daughters, and I don't know if somebody else was supposed to watch the dog, and like last minute couldn't, and he was stressed out. My my husband was like, we'll take the dog we'll just, we'll just take him, take her to our house and it will be fine. And Alyssa does like animals. So he thought like she would get a kick out of it. And we don't have animals now, but we did, we've had a dog in the past, but we're talking like 12 years ago. So it's been quite a while and she didn't want the dog in the house. She wanted nothing to do with the dog. And she, I think she just clearly didn't understand why the dog was even there. Like, I'm sure it made zero sense to her, but it's like something that like, we didn't, he didn't think twice about me. Also, he didn't tell me. So I was not able to at least prepare Alyssa. Although I don't think that she would have really understood. And she didn't want the dog near her. And of course, the dog's exciting. It's running, it's jumping. She eventually settled down. Alyssa eventually settled down and was like, okay, whatever the dog's here. But like, who knows in her mind, she might be like, is this our dog now? Like, you just don't <laughs> yeah. know what she's thinking, right?
2: Yeah.
4: So when my son initially came, and my house is not really doggy proof or child proof she eats a lot of stuff so like I was really kind of worried about like her like eating something or choking but she she was actually pretty fine but they crate her like at night and stuff so my son brought the crate in when he first dropped her off and Alyssa flipped out and I'm like just leave it outside we'll we'll figure it out later and she was in her room and I said told my husband I'm like set the crate up while she's in the other room and I'm not even kidding you it was the littlest clink that you can even imagine like he didn't even do anything yet he just had it in his hand she immediately started screaming at the top of her lungs she ran i go oh nope she knows exactly what this what that sound oh, is nope <laughs> Yep. she came right out of the room she made it very clear that she did not want the crate in the house but like we have to crate the dog like she can't be unsupervised you know so we're like okay she'll just i mean blood curling screams like i'm surprised my windows didn't break like she she didn't stop and she just kept pointing to the door she kept pointing to the door. She even went as far as to go outside and pointed it to the ground outside of like uh, our stoop and, and almost like, no, nope, put her here. And it's like, no, we can't put her outside. And she just doesn't understand. And it just became this whole distressing situation. And not because of the dog, like the dog was actually fine, but just because it didn't just mesh with Alyssa's world. It just didn't mesh with like what she was expecting what she thought. Um, we had an instant where we had my daughter's boyfriend sleep over because we all went to our wedding and they were drinking. So we're like, he can sleep over. That's fine. Alyssa went out of her mind. We didn't even think of it. We didn't even think like mm-hmm. she would care, notice nothing. And like today we went to a water park, which Alyssa's just really funny about like, she doesn't want to do anything when you ask her to. So now we just kind of do it and we, we don't like we're not huge on the preparing as much as we used to be. And she got in the car and something set her off and then something else set her off. And then she was yelling And everything you fix, she started yelling about something else. And it's just like, like we're going to a water park. We're not doing. We're doing something fun, something expensive, something. Yes, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. (laughs) She does enjoy anything to do with the water. She loves water slides. She loves the pool. She loves the lazy river. It's something I know will be enjoyable to her when we get there. But then she's yelling, and then my daughter Lexi does. She just can't handle the sound, so she gets set off by the yelling it's a small space it, it it does i get frustrated too but i just try to like not really show it because then Alyssa just feeds off if you're like raising your voice she feeds off yeah. like that And it's just like this whole thing mm-hmm. and then lexi was getting very frustrated and i think it's part of her ADHD that she like has an issue with the sounds but she turns to her she said lulu um you make it too hard to do anything mm-hmm. and my and like tears just immediately sprang in my eyes because it's like I was thinking the same thing. So that's like I'm not like, I wasn't like mad at her, but it's just, it just made me feel like she felt like she was a burden. And I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Don't want her to be a burden. And it's like, here we are. I'm trying to do something fun. It's the last day of summer. It just should not be this hard. It should be like, oh, but everything she doesn't want. It started off as she came in my room this morning and I had packed a bag with like bathing suits, towels. And she saw it in my room. The second she saw it in my room, she started getting upset. She didn't want it in our room, so then I meant to put it in the car before she got up, but like it just I didn't make it out there yet. Then she Where? didn't want it. stop it. Then we I send Neil outside to bring it to the car, and now she, <laughs> she doesn't want the back outside of the house, so it doesn't belong in my room, but it also doesn't belong outside. So it's like these are just the things that can just like set set the day off. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it should just be simple. You get in the car and you go somewhere, like it's it shouldn't be all this she's yelling lexi's like ready to like literally jump out of the car i'm crying like it's just we yeah. haven't even gone to pick up my niche yet so that's like a
1: whole nother, yeah. like <laughs> layer. Yeah.
4: And it, i don't know it was just it's just so it's just so hard
1: and, and once it, you get to that point too there's it's like the whole trajectory of the day you know what I mean? Like, it just carries through the day. W- but until it's like, there's a moment to, like, decompress and come down from it. If you're at home or if you're able to, like, uh-huh. remove from the situation or whatever is needed, food, snack.
4: Well, it's like- so funny when you say that type of thing, because, like, Alyssa is, has a very weird way about her will. When all this stuff happened, I'm telling you, she was distressed. Throws herself on the ground, screaming. I literally had to send my husband out of the house, because, like, he was gonna lose his mind because he was getting so frustrated. He can't, it's the screams. He can't handle mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. She's screaming. I mean, has tears pouring down her face, which now she's upset that her father's mad at her. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole thing, she can't calm herself down. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she walks over the table and she's pointing to something. And I'm like, we had gotten Chinese food, but Alyssa didn't eat yet. And I'm like, what is she pointing to? She's pointing to a plate. Like you or I, would not like, I would never be able to eat after being distressed like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no, mm-hmm. I mean, when I came down from her, maybe, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, she wants to eat. So it's like, you can't even like disrupt. Mm-hmm. It's like the routine still has to happen because, yeah. like, now yeah. she's like, oh, well, obviously, we brought the crate outside of the house and the poor dog had to be like, we just kept her leash on and put her leash around the kitchen chair to like, it to <laughs> yeah. go and wrap. And she slept under the kitchen table. But yeah, she's like, okay, good crates outside. That's what I wanted. Now, now on to the next. On like, to
2: the Chinese you know, food it's table.
4: Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> ready for a <laughs> skewer. She snaps right back to like, it's so crazy. Yeah. And then even today, we finally got to the water. I mean, thank God. It was only a half an hour drive. It wasn't that far and then she's fine. She gets out, she's fine. Mm-hmm. Like she was never upset. Like there was never mm-hmm. this all this screaming. Like mm-hmm. there was never it's all this chaos in the
1: car. Yeah, well that's what I was going to say next is like then you're waiting for the neck cuz in those moments when stuff like that happens, then the rest of the day if something goes awry, it's mm-hmm. most likely going to get to the 10 immediately.
3: There's sure. going to be
2: no Cindy will have the it.
3: reset and I don't. So I'm yeah. still sitting at an 11 and she's like, yeah, I had some snack and this,
4: what's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, um, I or mean, you're I, fighting, I, like it happens too. with like, a, then me and nail fighting about it. Cause then I'm oh. mad about how he's reacting he's mad because i'm giving her away or or whatever like it might be like this is just an example so everything's fine but now we want to kill each other still (laughs) so it's like yeah it's like you said it's so hard to like get everybody back to you know um
2: it's, let's it's go to the such water park
4: people like, well, and she, the, and she, she's like I should have taken my own car and met you there bah, 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 bah. like oh yeah this is such great yeah, fun I'd like to like, do like, that too to
3: I, it's so frustrating because in the case of the dog you have this like oh my god it's gonna be this hard for the whole time kind of like building like the anxiety is there and stuff whereas in the car you're like oh my god what is this gonna lead to So like, even though this is brief and it's short, we're eventually going to get someplace or mom's going to pull the car over (laughs) as sometimes happens, you know, like it's temporary. Whereas like the dog staying feels like 36 weeks, even though it's like one overnight, you know,
4: I know -hmm. I I was like, and then the morning with the dog. So then, then Alyssa was fine. She was fine. She got used to the dog. She gave her a couple treats. She was, she was good. Then in the morning, the dog was whining. So the dogs under the kitchen table, she starts whining at six in the morning, like this little, ha, ha, ha. I can't pee maybe No, she just wanted people. I, so oh. she's not used to being like, when she's home with my son and his girlfriend and they're there, they have, she has the one better apartment. So they're with the dog all the time. She sits up on the couch with them. You know what I mean? So she's not used to not being with people when people are there. Oh. So she starts whining. And then Alyssa immediately is, wakes up and hears the dog whining. And she's like, Wah. so she starts yelling because she's like, why is this dog still here? And then you did said, you start whining? You <laughs> said you three going home tomorrow. And then, of course, now the dog really starts whimpering because there's this person. I think she didn't understand what to make of Alyssa too because she was so like, you know, she's a banshee basically. And then she starts screaming and then the dog's like crying more. And it's like 6 there in the morning and I'm looking at my husband and <laughs> I'm so he like gets up he tries to like (laughs) calm the dog down or whatever he's telling Alyssa to be quiet I'm just like I'm like why is this my life right now like I was up until three and now I'm listening to alyssa screaming and the dog crying at 6 30 a.m and i'm like gonna lose my mind <laughs>
1: yeah, that is my and Anil, hour. <laughs> the one
4: who offers to take the dog and doesn't even tell me i had to find out from lexi lexi goes oh you're dog sitting and i go no we're not and she goes and he goes oh yeah i forgot to tell you we're dog sitting he yeah. gets up and goes to the flea market now <laughs> i have alyssa and the dog all day yeah. <laughs> well he's in the flea market did he get or anything said. good everything's fine who cares rachel i don't know he did get us some <laughs> kind of car <laughs> he, he showed me two little cars he got outside of that i i don't know he probably got a knife because he always gets a knife when he goes and he did bring me home lunch so well I mean, that makes up
2: for everything really he brought me home jersey mike so i was happy so. mm. Mm. that sounds good right now and it i was. thought about I was like, no one else has to do this. You just register your child to a school. And I just put my daughter back in public education and I filled out about 19,999 paper, pieces of paper to get this kid enrolled. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Why is everything so friggin' hard?
3: Honestly, I'm about to like the only thing you don't give them is a stool sample, which I'd be willing to give them the next time they ask me about something. (laughs) And here's this bonus. You're welcome. You've had everything for me now. Thank you.
4: And I hate to say this, but it really just makes me jealous. This is the thing that makes me so jealous of other people. It's not even the big things. It's not the fact that my kid's disabled. It's It's not that she's like, isn't going to be able to live a normal life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not to say those things don't get to me sometimes, but it's these little things like the, (laughs) the, the ease that people can navigate their lives and, you know, without thinking
2: twice about it. I always say that, and, I, and then I have to, you know, because you know me, I'm, I'm very quiet demeanor and I, you know, yes. I like Are keep you things really tight lipped. But I've often wanted to write, like, I'll see people that have a neurotypical child, and I'm just going to say this is like a grain of salt. So please know that, but like, You're bitching about taking your kid to soccer or something or ballet or whatever it might be. And you don't understand the ease of what you're doing and how Hmm. lucky you are that that is the only thing you need to worry about. And I know that parenting, I want to be clear. I don't have a typical child, but Kimmy and Jamie, I'm sure typical, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a lot of work as well. So please know that I'm not diminishing that. Sometimes they're harder. (laughs) I'm <laughs> it's like, it's the work, you know, it's at a, that extra level of, of worry on top of everything. And so when people complain about things, like just the simplicity of things that they're doing with their children, i literally want to jump to the screen and like strangle them because everything, even going to the grocery store takes work, planning, like exit strategies. You have to, you got to read the room, you, you know, just being prepared for those things. There's and just like nothing the unpredictability, that's
4: predictable, right? Like yeah, that you yeah. can
2: just because there are times
4: that you can do it, right? And there's and there's no problems, and then and then you get a little cocky because you're like, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. do this. This yeah. is fine. We got this in the bag. And then it's like, mm, autism's like, oh no, you don't. <laughs> I don't want you to get too complacent. Hold so my gonna, Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. show you what can actually happen when you least expect it, and then you're like, oh wow, okay, great. I feel well, like they, I
3: use that line for, uh, like, this line, hold on, watch this, for such a huge part of Seeley's life. Like, I'm like oh, you don't really think so, watch this. Ta-da. <laughs> it's usually, no, leave.
1: Well, and it's like the, on top of the worry, on top of the, you know, picking which things you can go to and how many mm-hmm. things you're going to be doing for the weekend. You know, I, I know people who, kids go to a barbecue in the morning, then they go to, baseball in the afternoon, then they hit up you know, dinner together as a family in the evening, then they go to church the next day. No freaking way we could do that. And we have to pick and choose which things we're going to go to. But on top of that, you have to tell people no constantly or you have to cancel plans last minute because something goes awry or you've had a 2.30 in the morning wake up or you're too exhausted to like go somewhere or just like spend, period. And even For me, like being in my house, I don't have a shower upstairs. I only have a shower in the basement. So even catching a shower is like a danger zone. You know, I have to do it early in the morning, late at night, or I have to figure out how my kids are going to be entertained for literally seven minutes, which is usually five to seven minutes as long as I can get by myself. Even that is like challenging. You know, it's just like the daily things that are so hard sometimes, you know, and I love my kids. And we always have to say that, too. Like if we complain about our children who have a disability or, you know, say things are hard, we always have to preface with I love my kids so much, which other people don't have to say. Obviously, we love our kids, but it doesn't make any of this easy uh the the modifications or adjustments you know is, exhausting
2: it is the planning really, is exhausting Sometimes, i mean jamie like it, just went to europe i mean i couldn't yeah. imagine
0: well i know well I, I was just thinking about that you know a lot of people who i've talked about all the stuff i i had to do like obviously that was like a, a thing we wanted to do it wasn't like i ha- didn't have to do it like i have to do the school papers or i have to do like this was like a thing we chose to do and so of course, you could be like, well, that's your own fault for choosing to do that. So you, so then I also feel like I can't complain, but it is like ten times harder to do. Like I was just talking to my friend who also has special needs kids, and she was like, "How did you, like, figure out all this stuff?" And I was like, "Well." you know, like just even like getting through the airport, like in the US, we have TSA cares. So I had to like arrange that. And then in Europe, you can usually do the sunflower lanyard, except for one of the airports we were going through was in Dublin, Dublin doesn't do the sunflower lanyard. So you had to send them a doctor's note and get mailed back their special lanyard thing, which is awesome. It's awesome. These programs exist. And I'm not complaining about the programs. It's like, it's just 20 more steps than like, Mm -hmm. yeah anyone just taking their kid to Europe would have to do and just walking around London in that stance I was talking about earlier, like, always over my kid. So I just feel like I can't complain sometimes because we do two things. But then I'm like, well, I can complain because other people can complain. Like, I so hate that, like, the whole but I love my child thing. And I don't mind saying I love my child. But people don't have to do that. It's like, yeah, no. you have to say that we have to apologize or make excuses for complaining when it's like, no, can I just complain about like, yeah, I chose to do this. I'm glad I did it. It turned yeah, out yeah. way better than I ever thought it would. But it was still ridiculously hard. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to my husband's cousins tonight, we cousin, we were at a dinner and he was asking how the trip went. And I was like, Yeah, but one day I hope me and Isaac could go back just like for a grown-up trip. Or and I'm like, I don't know if that would ever be able to happen. My son can spend the night at my mother-in-law sometimes but just this last weekend he spent the night there and they were going to spend the night and then spend the day with her and he wanted to come home right away and he had a really hard time for her in the morning and it's like already in my head I'm like well crap we're never gonna be able to you know like I already think of like Mm -hmm. how that's gonna affect like future like trips and this wasn't any like we were at home he could come home immediately totally like of course like we were not gonna make him stay there but I was just like, I couldn't imagine ever leaving my son more than one, maybe two nights. Me and my husband have done one trip without our kids together. And that was like a work thing that he had. And we went two nights and, and the trip was supposed to be three or four nights. And I came home early because there was like, no way. And that's some a privileged thing to take a trip without your kids that not a lot of people get to do, but it's still like the fact that I can't ever
4: freaking do it. Like It's just like, yeah. ugh. You're not not doing it because you can't afford it or because of like all these other reasons like well i can't afford it but i do it anyway can i, <laughs> I know but, but like, it, it's, it's not it's not it's like a choice that's like out of your control that you don't really yes. that yes. you don't have control in making that's i think what makes it so hard because it's like you can save money you can you can make budget cuts like you can find alternate ways to get places like there's things around a lot of the barriers that people don't go on you know don't feel like they can't go on vacation far but it's like there's no barrier to cross to be able to like not your child not being able to handle not being around you like
2: there's yeah. no well and not even just sorry james even when i was gonna say with you not even just like the traveling away on vacation with isaac it's like the other thing since we're bitching is we can't just get a babysitter like you can't no. even just go for dinner one night if you mm-hmm. want to go for dinner. and what mm-hmm. i'm bleeding into is you know people can hire a teenager yeah you know because i got i was you know i was watching babysitting since 13 and up you know whatever jamie yeah. you did a ton of it i could not even some of my dearest oh, no. friends that have teenage kids man you got to get off this Of you i pay attention like this is not your average drill here like you know what i mean it you need to yeah it's It's just just so different part of that thing with my mother-in-law is
0: like he's usually pretty girl like he's had like a couple of like I wouldn't even say full-on meltdowns for her but like tantrum-y like things but he's always pretty good and so now my worry is that we've kind of crossed that line where he had a meltdown with her and he had a really rough time with her now he he kind of knows that he can go that far with her if that makes sense and so I'm like oh no like now I'm worried that he can't even go with her and that's like our our one person like You're my parents person. can watch him a little bit too but like and of course like my mother-in-law's great and she would she's gonna do her best whatever it was. but it's like you know she's getting older he's getting older and bigger and I'm like oh no if he gets to the point where he's to once be- you've crossed yeah, a line yeah once you've crossed a line like there's kind of no way back from that and I'm like did we ruin that even and so it just scares me And it's just one, it was like a simple thing for a sleepover at grandma's house. And it's like, now it's like history thing. And we tried to talk to him about it. And like Tabs was saying, it's like, anytime we were like, hey, buddy, can we talk about this? It goes back to the 10. Like, yeah. And then he does feel bad. He's like, I'm sorry. Like my mother-in-law's not even around. He's like, I'm sorry, nanas. I'm sorry. Like screaming. And it's just like, oh, and, and with all this, I want to say, of course, I want to be there for my son. So like, if my son can't handle me being away of course I want to be there with my yeah. son to like help him, but it just it's hard knowing that I can't ever be away at the same time. Like, and I, <laughs> and so there's also that chair of me, like, of course I don't want to like put him with someone else when he's that uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. So I, I said, um, I was I'm like, how do I explain this to someone? And I, you, you ladies, I know you will understand. And it's because there's like no, sort of like, there's really no same. Like I had Susan for years that would watch her, but she doesn't watch her anymore. And yes, she can stay with my mom or my sister-in-law. So I'm very fortunate, but there's really not a lot of people past that. And the only way to sort of explain that is it's sort of smothering in in a sense of that weight of, like, I can't even go get my hair done without getting FaceTime 10 times. Mm -hmm. Like what home, home home Jennifer come home like it's that sort of panic you know yeah it's tough because our
0: kids it's like once we do leave or we're gone then it becomes an antecedent to Mm -hmm. like other issues and behaviors because now they're having anxiety that we're going to be gone for as long as we were like Kimmy getting in the car to go on that little trip and Alyssa's mind she's like oh we're driving 20 hours you know and it's like no
2: yeah she doesn't yeah and I don't I don't like she she's not not been away from me unless I'm gone for work or meeting you ladies like I don't just go on vacation and just leave her with somebody like I I just don't in my heart I couldn't like I yeah. even kind of panic myself when I'm away from her because it's sort of that like both of us are connected. you know yeah yeah connected in such a way that Um, I know how she feels when I'm away. So I almost get panicky. So even when I do sort of get a couple hours here and there, which is good for both of us, it's almost like we're both in a panic over it. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. You know? So yeah, everything is just always so much harder.
1: Nothing. It's simple, but it's so true. So true.
2: Like I couldn't imagine just sending her to sleep over. Like, I I, I mean, I don't even know if I had a typical kid if I'd want my kid going to anyone's house. Like, I'm just kind of weird that way. I I didn't like being away. I liked having people at my house when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't like being in other people's houses. So I'm sure I'm projecting that onto my kid, but.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, like, my, Nora's, Nixon could probably stay somewhere else, maybe one night or something. But Nora doesn't sleep in an unfamiliar place. Like, she'd be up all night there's no person yeah yeah that there wouldn't be any and even when my sister watched them while I was on vacation she got up at two thirty in the morning one of the days because she was it's a weird thing for her yeah where's yeah. mom you know and same thing with the facetiming you know which I love to see my son but it was like to relieve his anxiety a bit about me and when I was coming home and had to reiterate how many days I was going to be gone and, you know, like all of that stuff, which I think some of that is pretty neurotypical for a kiddo to be stressed out when their kids that was parents on vacation. But it's a different kind of like easing Level. the Yeah, easing the energy, the tension, the stress that they're feeling of you being gone, you know.
0: Well, it's like there's times when we take turns being gone. Yeah. When I so if I travel somewhere, if I call him Facetime or something, Jesse's gotten a little bit about it, but he would get like mad at me because it would be a reminder that I was gone. And then he, yeah, like, where are you at? What are you doing? So he wouldn't even Facetime with me. He's like, where?
3: What are we you have thinking?
0: That of with
3: respite, Ceely is only able to use her phone for the internet or games. She can't call or text on it, and we don't call or text her. So like, if there was ever a thing that I needed to tell her, which I wouldn't we would go through Chris. It wouldn't be, we connect with her because it just, everything's so much a variable. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when you have typical kids or like, I can remember from my own childhood, like there, sure. There's like anxieties and there's things where like, oh, I'm gone for the night, or this is a different place to sleep, or this might be a different dinner, but When each and every single thing, including the way that the birds sound and the way the wind comes in the door and the way that that door slams all the way through could be super trigger town for X number of hours, days, how long is this going to last? And then what effects do I bring home? Because like one cold bug can leave your whole house for six weeks. Sleep problem can leave your whole house messed for a month. Like it's just, you're just bordering the all the time. It's never just gonna be
4: like a bad half hour you know well i find with Alyssa list of that out of sight out of out of mind works best because yeah go away i've wanted to facetime her but it's like yeah i, I just to. don't know how she's gonna react and if she's fine it's almost like because my daughter said no just let her be she's fine she's you know yeah, yeah. yeah. And when i went away with my when my kids were little when on our honeymoon my son he's neurotypical, but every time my mom said oh he's fine until he talks to you he talks yes. to you he hears your voice then he starts crying then he misses us you know oh little Neil I know <laughs> and it's so amplified for our kids because they're the lack of you know really understanding and mm-hmm. you know it's just so hard for them to really wrap their head around like where we are and how, how long we're gone and you know they don't really understand it fully so it just makes it i think that much harder
1: the other thing that gets me about this whole thing like everything that we're talking about is i i get jealous of other people who you know you get those moments of jealousy and you know moments dropping your expectations of how your life is and whatever but the other part of it the flip side of it is like i feel so bad for my kids that it's so hard for them mm-hmm. to be
2: out in the world exist yeah you know it's just i always say the world's not designed for kids like ours they have to exist in a world that is not uh, designed for them and just being
1: that dysregulated and like i know how i feel when i get uber upset or whatever just to have that inability to release that kind of energy within your body on repeat you know just for something as simple as like not being able to climb into a creek at the park. <laughs> I mean, that's right. possible, but you know what I mean. Like that threw off the entire yeah. the whole day. Yeah, yeah, the whole day.
4: And to build upon that tablet there is like for us, it's hard because it's like then the siblings are being affected. They're yeah. not able to do something that they look forward to and it's supposed to be fun for them. Yeah, it turns into something that's not fun or stressful or it's chaotic. Even if it's like when you go, you know, leaving for vacation or whatever it might be. And then I feel like I'm like trying to like, just like, you know, navigate, you know, trying to keep everybody calm. I'm frustrated and aggravated, but I'm trying to like not show it because mm-hmm. I'm trying to like deescalate her, deescalate them, trying to make sure that nobody else is setting her off more unnecessarily. Like, yeah, and it's like this and then I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's just, it, it, it's so much. and It's just so unfair to everybody. It's unfair to her. Because in Alyssa's situations, like, she just can't communicate. So w- whatever she's frustrated about or whatever she's upset about, she can't let us know. And literally, yeah. sometimes it's just nothing. I feel like sometimes she's just picking something to be upset about because she needs something to, like, channel no, onto. to, mm-hmm. you know, but other times it could be something you know, and you're looking and you're pointing and you, you, you're you just trying to figure it happened a couple of times when we were driving to South Carolina. then we're just like, we just don't know. And, and yes, she did awesome. She really did so awesome on that trip. Like, but there's always, no matter how awesome it is, there's always autism moments, you know, there's always yeah. communication things or anxiety things. And, and they're not you know, the good is really outweighing those, those moments, but in the time that those moments are happening, Mm -hmm. it's just difficult because Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, we're just trying to go to the beach or we're just trying to Mm -hmm. navigate, you know, whatever, whatever it is that we're trying to navigate. I feel like when you, you know, when someone's like, oh, how was vacation? You're like, oh, it was great. It's like, oh, but there was moments. So there was many, many moments. But, like, I mean, for us, I choose not to focus on those things. It doesn't mean if I say it's great that there are no moments. There's, there's always moments. And it's just, it's just, it's hard for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Can I like, interrupt? goes, or- never again today. I go, you're starting to sound like your father. <laughs> never again. Like, never
2: again. <laughs> like, oh
3: my God. You can want to say never again, but we're going again. We're going to do this again.
2: We're tired, people. Yeah. We're tired. We're tired and we're bitching. So,
1: Uh, yeah (laughs) we hope you enjoy us complaining because we're allowed to we're as mothers we're allowed to complain that things are hard I'm just gonna say that and it's not always hard it's I mean uh, I'm saying it's not always feels hard should I say like we have our moments of like this is beautiful this experience is amazing you know like all those things this episode is not for that. <laughs> this
2: episode this is not hard. your uplifting.
0: Uh, Go listen to a different series. Yeah. Listen, well, and sometimes we things. don't even realize that it's hard. Like, we yeah. don't even that, until yeah. we're like, oh, it's not like this for everybody.
2: And <laughs> we, right. Oh, that has a Lululemon little drop <laughs> thing around her. I have a freaking backpack that weighs 15, but like my back hurts from it. I have strap marks, all the Our things. Bank. Yes. All things. Gold's Thanks fish. for listening, everybody. Yeah, because I'm just gonna bitch forever. So have a great <laughs> night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep going. Bag. Watch out Good for night.
1: our next tired as a mother episode. Tired as ago. a mother. <laughs> We're <laughs> a real treat. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for
0: joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. Big thank you to all of our supporters. If you would like to become a supporter, please check out the description of this episode where you will also find episode information, how to sign up for our newsletter, and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at Podcast.com at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Can't wait to sit with you again.